All right, let's get to our next conversation with Mary Jane James, the CEO of the Sexual Assault Center of Edmonton. Mary, thanks so much for your time. Happy International Women's Day to you. Right back at you, Shay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, lots of lots of news around your agency and your work <laughs> this week. And I think I think thanks to your help, we got a pretty good understanding of what happened with the confusion around the budget with the Premier saying you rejected the funding. Yeah, you kind of sort of did based on some of the things that were around there. Um, the $5 million or the $4.9 million that was offered, it's not because of the amount being low. It wasn't that, oh, if you're not going to give us the 15, then we don't want anything. It's because of all the strings that came with it, right? Do I have that right? Yes, partially so. Um, actually, it was three point nine for counseling, with an additional two or three hundred thousand dollars amounting to four point two that was offered, and the extra was for some new programming in rural areas where they're completely understaffed and under pressure. So, but let's focus on the counseling. The crisis of need is in right. all areas of our core services, but, but most predominantly counseling, and that's the one that most people are familiar with. And you know. <laughs> Jeremy uh, Nixon has been involved, or his ministry has, in this business case since day one. He was the one, his staffers were the ones who told us that the 4.2 had already been reallocated. It's not there anymore. You're not getting any full stop. It was only through this advocacy and public awareness campaign that we've, you know, been embarking on here has this sort of, you know, shone some light on on, uh, how, you know, much the Premier knows about this or doesn't know about this. Mm -hmm. I think she's been ill-informed or under-informed, but uh, clearly what the information that is being fed to her is not accurate. We have not had a meeting with uh, Jeremy Nixon right. following her announcement on Monday. He has not reached out to us. And in fact, when we did walk away from that money back on January 12th, we tried to reach out to his office and his chief of staff many times to get back to the table with no response, completely ghosted. Okay, now what happened yesterday morning? Because there was a meeting that was supposed to be happening. Who was that with and what happened? That was with the chief of staff for the Minister of Mental Health and Addictions. And this is a meeting that we had on the books for three weeks, probably. It had been cancelled once before. And I was attending that meeting along with Dr. Shazma Masani, who you know, who was oh, going yeah. to speak to her experiences in the emergency departments at the Stollery and the Royal Alex, where she has said that not a day goes by that when she doesn't see a survivor, a victim of sexual violence in either or both of those hospitals. So she was going to come along, and uh, and it was it was more to explain to this new ministry, which wasn't included in our business case because there wasn't a ministry then okay. for mental health and okay. addictions. So we wanted to demonstrate to him the the evidence based, research based interaction and connection between mental health addictions and sexual violence. So the meeting was cancelled, really with no reason, and I think that Premier uh, Smith has been under the impression that Nixon's office is going to pick this up. Right. Where, That's what where she that said to me like up. 10 minutes ago. She said, well, uh, I encourage them to meet with Jeremy Nixon. Well, <laughs> has she encouraged Jeremy Nixon to meet with us? Fair that question. Be question. Because we've already reached out to him uh, many times with no response. So I think it's incumbent upon her to to speak to her ministers about reaching out to us. This groveling and begging and, and you know, completely 
distraction from the work that we need and want to do but can't do because we don't have the funding is getting to be, you know, almost comical. And, and you know, really, uh, Shay, let me assure you that this is not a partisan, politically motivated thing for me or any of my colleagues across the province. This is simply that right now, we at CITES, and it's similar across the province, have a wait list of 15 to 16 months. And that is not acceptable. That's for counseling. If people want to get in and get counseling, counseling, it's 16 months. 16 months. And that is not an acceptable response for victims of sexual violence or violence of any kind when we have a government who is boasting of billions in surplus. I mean, we're talking 14 million, Shea, across the province. Mm -hmm. That's 15 sexual assault centers that serve 37 different communities. may sound like a lot, but it's not a lot. And it's certainly not a lot when you're talking billion-dollar surpluses. So I don't know where the disconnect is here. I I am frustrated. I am angry. You can probably hear hear that in my voice. It's understandable. That's not not my MO. That's not who I am. I've devoted much of my adult life to this issue. And this has been the most frustrating couple of weeks and couple of months that I've ever experienced. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond exasperated yeah. with the, the stalling and the kicking the can and the, the deflecting and the, and the, you know, all, all of the above. I'm, I'm tired I hear of it. it. Yeah. Mary Please. Jane, you're on a roll and I hate to cut you off. So what I'm going to, I do have I, my show's over. Can you come back later this week and we'll pick this up again? Yeah. Okay, well, you okay. may want to consider that question very carefully. <laughs> no, yeah. I do. I do. Thank you, Mary Jane. We'll talk again soon, okay? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.